Aloha and welcome to another installment of HNN Overtime, the Hawaii News Now Sports Podcast. I'm Kyle Chinin, joined as always by Sienna Pillaton, but we're down another man again. I know, I know. we're missing our boy. We are missing our sweet, sweet boy, Davis. <laughs> he is on a much-deserved vacation. Um, well, vacation slash... Yes, if you listened to last episode, mm-hmm. you would know that Davis is getting married. Yay! Super excited for both him and Mel. So, yep. Yeah, they deserve the time off, so we'll be... Keeping it down here for a little bit. We're going to be holding it down, locking it down. What do the DBs do? They're going <laughs> to... They're going to lock it lock, down. Lock in. <laughs> Stay strapped in, boys and girls. We have a fun show, obviously. Lots to talk about. Um, but, yeah, Davis, so happy for them. Um, I was able to go to um, his bachelor party. Um, quick thing. It wasn't like a like a night out, like a typical one, but, like, we got to do an escape room, so that was the main thing. I think that's thing. the most Davis type of night. And so, yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, and I will say, won't go into more detail, but we did, we, we cracked it. We escaped. Oh! Big brain energy. I mean, yeah. Well, what level did you guys? I think there's normally different Yeah, levels. there's different levels. I think ours was... Ours was the newer one, so I think it was one of the more difficult ones. Oh. It was like a cabin in the woods scenario. Oh, yeah, that's so, fun. Yeah, and, and like, um, me, per se, I'm pretty jumpy. So when things would, like, unlock and open, it would hit something. And You're I'm, like, in. like if you watch Scooby-Doo, like, I'm, oh, I'm Scooby-Doo jumping into Shaggy's arms. You? Yeah. Yes. Where You're I, jumping where I, into Davis's arms. Yeah, exactly. Right. If you guys can picture that. Um, we can. Yes, that's that's exactly the scenario. But yes, congrats, Davis and Mel, um, and enjoy the much needed and much deserved time off. Speaking of time off, Davis, you're gonna be proud of this transition. What? Speaking of time off, I don't even know where you're going with this. I know where you're going with this now. Come on yeah, now. <laughs> there's a certain team that had some time off last I week. I don't know why it took me so long, but yes. That's they right. They had a bye week. The UH football I, team mm-hmm. on a bye week. Um, coming off of a pretty kind of disastrous loss to your alma mater, UNLV, yeah, um, on the well, Ninth Island. It's hard to call it disastrous when UNLV is just a good team. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's always a game that you'd at least hope it'd be more competitive mm-hmm. than it was. And so that was – it was, quote, unquote, disastrous. Yeah. Yes. But, yes, UNLV does look good as well. So I mean, just. personally, I saw their pictures this week for what they're rolling out against Yo, Nevada. I, yes. It's a battle of the silver state here. Uh, hey, you – you during your time at, During in, my time, in this was a big communications. deal. This was a big – this rivalry is huge. So I hope UNLV gets the win this weekend. But, yes, their uniform combo, Ooh. it always hits. But this always week, hits. you, you got to go hard against Reno. Cherry red. Cherry, cherry red. Cherry red mm-hmm. everything. Everything. All, all red everything. I'm, and, hey, since you're – I know you're a reb and you guys don't talk about the school – what is it called? School up north or – uh, yeah, what? they're up north. Or what is well, we guys, just Reno, like they're Reno. The little brothers. Of they the state? are little brothers. Mm. I'm not. I a mean, fan. they beat us at yeah. other things too. Right. Like they're better at other other things. But yeah, we'll take football. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a fan of their current uniform combo. It's kind of blah, like clunky and. It's, yeah. I know it's supposed to like look like their old look, but just not. I'm not feeling it. UNOV always top ten in my opinion. Uh, hey, as, I'm as right far there as colors. with you. But 
back to um, the other Mountain West teams that we're talking about, UH and San Diego State. Another team in red, another yeah. cherry red team, the Aztecs, come to town. Um, another game where I think going into it, we both can kind of think that this is a winnable game for UH. You know, both teams not exactly off to the start that they want to. Mm-hmm. But then again, um, Sienna, you you mentioned this, and we've kind of made this a talking point a lot, is that defense and their tackling, and this is a very run-first, run-heavy yeah. defense we, or offense. Yeah, we it's something we've needed to work on before the bye week. Mm-hmm. I hope that they made changes. I'm not sure you went to practice a couple of times. Um, this We're going to get killed out there if we can't stop the run. Yeah. It's just there's something so, like, it, it just hurts so much when every single play mm. is a first down or mm-hmm. at least eight yards. Like, that just kills you. And if we have guys in the right area, they're just not finishing, right. then something's wrong. Right. Like, that's not supposed to happen that way. Right. And I think to, to Coach Yoro's credit, the defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. he's schemed up every single game he's, so far. Yes. Like, if you, we, we've been to every home game mm-hmm. and we've seen the games on the road. And people are in position. Yes, that's but how then you know. All of a sudden, they're just woo. Yeah, and that's the hardest part is they know they expect what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. They just can't finish it. Like mm-hmm. they, and that's the most frustrating. I think from a coaching perspective. I'm, I mean, I'm just putting it out there what right. they're thinking. Right. But you know, you can draw it up as much as you want. You can put it in their brains. But if they're not finishing it, yeah. then it's just it's it's so it's just hard to, to watch. Definitely, and from the offensive point of view for UH's offense, they have struggled to get any sort of rhythm, any sort of drives going in the first half of pretty much every yeah. game this year, and that's going to be tough because with a run-first team mm-hmm. like San Diego State, their time of possession. They, they, they're most likely going to control yes. the time of the time of possession. So for UH, they need to start quick yes. getting these darts out, you know, because if they if they don't control the the, the clock yeah. and, and, and have the ball um, as much as San Diego State does, they won't have those kind of late game opportunities like they had against, say, Albany or yeah. um, New Mexico State yeah. and, and things like that just because of how long this team, you know, can control the ball. And that's why I'm hoping – UH comes out firing. Mm-hmm. I hope. I think everybody hopes that. I know last or two weeks ago against UNLV, what got us finally on the mm-hmm. board or finally got a six was a trick play to Stephen McBride. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's all it takes. Something yep. to just throw off their defense, throw off their coaching, um, their schemes, and I I hope we do more of that because this dink and dunks. Yeah. Maybe every now and then hand the ball off. Like mm-hmm. the teams, they know they they yeah. expect that. And so, if they come out and start firing to Ashlock, start firing to um, McBride, if it's third and eight, why mm-hmm. not do a trick play? Mm-hmm. Like get get the guys going. Like right. throw the defense off a little bit. And it's just like if we can get a touchdown early, right? That might you know kind of spark some things at exactly least I, I, I totally agree and you know just from you know i'm not trying to play armchair quarterback but you know the the run game just hasn't been there this season tylen hines he's been banged up yeah you know and they've kind of been doing running back by committee which again that that's just not you know there's no continuity there yeah. with who's toting the rock so that's that's where you see like the run game just kind of stalling out so, like you said, I think they just need to open up. I, I let, agree. Let him sling it. I think our, our wide receivers have been good. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and even in times when they're covering McBride or Ashlock, you always have Kuala right. Nishigaya. Right. Like, there's guys out there. 
and it, it just is it, it's you know, I I would want the run game to be better. I I know they would as well. Yeah. But um, it really shows how one dimensional our offense is mm-hmm. when we are pretty much passing on every play. Yeah. And if we do yeah. hand it off, it I mean, it's not going right. anywhere. Right. And you know, I think they use the bye week. A lot of the offensive linemen up front, they're kind of getting back to to playing, you know, healthy. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more continuity. Again, continuity is kind of the biggest yeah. thing, especially for an O line. Yeah. Um. Davis, oh, he's not here. But me and we need our stats. We need, we need, we need our stats. But also, I need my guard, the guard to my center, Aww. and she's the QB of the team. Obvious, obviously. I mean, naturally. Naturally, you know. But you know, what I'm saying, like, they need all five kind of being on the same yeah. page. So when you kind of plug and play these different guys at different spots, that's tell. that's when you kind of start to see the miscommunication mm-hmm. and the and the misreads. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things where you, they they gonna get back healthy and hopefully this O line can start you know um, kind of regaining that confidence that they had kind of in the beginning. I mean they they ran the ball really well against Vanderbilt. They yeah. protected Braden majority of the season, but then those injuries mostly after the Oregon game yeah. kind of started to pile up on them. Yeah, I think that is a big part of it, the offensive line, because clearly they they're working some things out and it shows. We, ha- we can run the ball. That's not the issue. Mm-hmm. We can. It's just there, there's no holes. There's no gaps. Mm-hmm. And so once the O-line kind of gets their thing going, that can open it up for Jordan Johnson and Highland Hines and right. all of them. And shout out my boy Solo Vipulu. Give him a little bit more touches. <laughs> let love, the, let the big boys run. loves talking about Solo. I just love that his name is Solo and his number is zero now. <laughs> It's just so cool. He's on a journey on his own. He is He's on a journey. He's walking alone. He, he walks a lonely road. Shout out Green Day. But, um, yes, he. But I, I mean, he's also, like, you know, freakishly athletic for a former offensive lineman, too. Yeah. So credit where credit is due. They play this Saturday um, at Ching Complex, 6 p.m. kickoff time. Um, we'll be there to catch the action, and uh, we'll talk – a little bit more recapping it with uh, Billy V the yes, next morning on we'll Sunrise. Yes, we'll be on Sunrise on Sunday mm-hmm. at K5, so we'll kind of recap it. Yeah, you guys get to see me wear dress pants because of the co- the couch shot. It's basically just shorts with a little extra length. Mm-hmm. I know. It's just confounding my knees. It's fine. <laughs> get into a little bit more going down a level to the high school level here in Hawaii. We're going to go straight back into football. You and I have been covering high school games all season long. We've kind of seen, we've kind of run the table of who we kind of can gauge who's going to be making this playoff run. And most of the uh, OIA open teams actually end the regular season um, this weekend. So Right now, if we look at kind of by the schedule and their record, Kuku, obviously number one yeah. in the open. Um, Milani at number two just by pure record. Um, they com- look good. They do look good. I, I mean, mean, I don't know about Kapolei, but they yeah. were firing. Yeah, the last game against Kapolei um, over in Milani was a 56 to nothing shutout. Shout out uh, Mehuila Parkway, those boys in Millville. Anything to shout out Millville. You know them, boys. We... <laughs> just, just wanted to see if you got y'all still them boys. He okay, well, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that I don't think that works in your favor. It doesn't. It, it yeah, does. it doesn't. I mean, I'm definitely not a cow- we have some Cowboys fans in the office and they're going through it right now. But hey, more power to them. They're on their like you said, they're on their own journey. You're on your own journey. Um and then rounding out the top 4 in the uh, OA Open, we have Campbell and Coppola. They're both um sitting at 6 and 2. The drop off between those two, yeah, I mean, yeah. is quite significant. Right. And the thing is, too, with these two teams. So this weekend, they're going into um, both going into it at six and two. So mm-hmm. pretty much even. They have a six and two record. Yeah, Kapole. They. I mean, here's the thing. We'll get into it a little bit too. But just the way this schedule has kind of worked out, a lot of the open teams playing D1 teams, kind of splitting both conferences or both divisions, rather, into two halves Mm -hmm. and playing each other. Hasn't necessarily worked out for the OIA. We've seen a lot of shutouts, a lot of lopsides, a lot of forfeits. So they're going to go back and kind of go back to the drawing board for next season. But it it is what it is. Coppola has gotten themselves to a 6-2 record. Meanwhile, Campbell also 6-2. But remember, their two losses are against Punahou and Kahuku. So those are two. Wait. I thought they beat Punahou. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, it was a mainland team. Ex- yes. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I was sorry. Gonna say. I was like, wait. I'm I sorry. That was that, that was right. That was the yeah. upset weekend. Punahou da- uh, downed by Campbell. Mm-hmm. Campbell losing to a mainland team, I believe, Liberty of Vegas. Yes. yes. They were in Vegas. Yes. So yes, the, they were. They mm-hmm. lost to Liberty and they lost to Kahuku. So pretty top-notch opponents to lose to. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kapolei obviously we had that shutout loss to Mililani and another one. I'm not too sure off the top of my head what team it was that they dropped. Um, a game to. I think they lost to St. Louis. It might have been St. Louis. Yeah, so another ILH team. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, you were at that there. game. So um, both at six and two. Um, but the thing is, too, with these these next matchups, again, you kind of see them both ending up with the same record. So Campbell sees Moanalua, Kapole sees Waianae, two yeah. teams at the bottom of the ILH Open, or I mean, excuse me, OIA Open. So Again, it's kind of one of those tiebreaker scenarios to where really this only determines seeding, mm-hmm. who gets who gets to see Kahuku, who gets to see Mililani. But I mean, if we're if we're gonna be like matchmakers, Campbell hasn't seen Mililani yet, yeah, and Kapolei hasn't seen Kahuku yet, yeah. So, oh hey, if you lit if you're listening, that's kind of the matchup we want to see. I, that is what I would want to see. I. As a Campbell fan, <laughs> as a Campbell fan, I would love to see them play Mililani right. and not Goku. Yeah. Because one, we saw it literally last weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two, I, that's your path. Right. That, I mean, I mean, I mean, if you remember back to last season, I think those team, those two teams played each other like three times yeah. in the regular season, OIAs and States. Yeah. So it's kind of like a... We keep using the same analogy, but a UH Long Beach State men's volleyball it scenario it really keeps is. finding their way back to each other. Mm-hmm. And I was re- honestly surprised that Milani and Campbell avoided each other this in the area. regular season. But I mean, I mean, you've been to a handful of Campbell games this season, <laughs> and comparative to last year, Jaren Chiave Sangapolatele oh, has really figured it out. Oh, he's in his, He's in really his developed. Second year at Campbell, yes. yeah. You the. And I always thought he was good last year. Mm-hmm. I really o- would watch him and be like, wow, he has great potential. Mm-hmm. He's finally, not finally, it took him literally less than a year. Right. But he's there. Yeah. He's there. And if he, he has more to go, then he's going to be great. Right. And, you know, two pass-happy offenses going at each other. I, I'm, I would love to, to be there for this one. It's kind of like a battle between the yeah. both of yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, both kind of 
kind of do the same thing. Both, yep. yeah, you're right. Both pass happy in. So it would be sparks flying everywhere. Yeah. And it'd be a really colorful matchup, especially if we Campbell goes their orange it, I, color I rush. They go orange. And then Milani's away uniforms are yellow this year, but yeah. not a good yellow. I'll put that on the record as an alum. It's like a neon yellow. We can be That's better. That's the one thing that he doesn't mind calling out. I, I'll call world. it out. I, I will call it out live on the show. Uh, moving down to the OID one, um, the top two, uh, top four teams in the D1 right now, if the season ended today, this is kind of how the playoffs would shape up. We have Farrington at the one spot. Waipahu, you know, after kind of a rocky oh, start to yeah, the season, was... playing some uh, open teams, um, they get the two spot. And then in the three and four, we got Lelehua and Kailua. So look at Lelehua going from a winless season last year to making their way into a playoff. Granted, they dropped down the D1 this year. Um, but hey, they're they're staying competitive and hey, shout out Mules, shout out shout out yeah, no, Lahiwa. They yes, I, I'm happy for them. I I don't know mm -hmm. how far this will take us. Right. But all props to you. Right. And you want to talk about two teams that if they stayed in the open division yeah. like they had been in the past couple years, wouldn't have seen the postseason. Farrington Lilihua. Yeah. And Farrington, I mean, we've both been to a handful of Farrington games. They've mm -hmm. kind of returned to that old school. Yes, their almost, defense yeah. is nasty. Defense mm -hmm. is nasty. Run the ball, like, mm -hmm. like, just straight snap to the running back, mm -hmm. up the gut, touchdown. And it's, it's one of those teams that you just kind of have to get ready for a four-round fight. Yeah. Um, Waipahu, a little bit more pass-happy. They've been kind of going through a quarterback carousel. We haven't gone to a couple games in the past – Couple a uh, couple weeks, but um, they were going with um, that tra that transfer at the beginning of the year. And then they went back to um, JJ Manu, mm -hmm. and then now I think they're rolling with Mendoza. Ooh. Do you remember the the freshman that stepped in for? Yes. Um, wow. So Manu, they had three three quarterbacks. That's how long we haven't been to a mm -hmm. Waipahu mm -hmm. game. You know, um, we kind of were really high on them going into the season, just coming off of what they did last mm -hmm. season. And, I mean, it, it was kind of a rough start for them. Right. I know they would say the same thing. And so we kind of didn't stop watching them, but we were kind of like, oh, this is what it is right, this season. Right. And, but, yeah, they've kind of turned it around. They've definitely turned it around. And, you know, Kailua kind of still hanging in there, and they've, <laughs> yeah. they've been, you know, catching some cracks from the open teams. But they always kind of find their way to make it into the postseason, either in that third or fourth spot. So props to them that D1 – um, again, just because we haven't seen a lot of these matchups in the yeah. regular season, I think it's going to be more exciting because we don't know what yeah. to expect. Yeah. Like, I remember the OIA playoffs last year, we, we already saw Aea mm -hmm. Waipahu, and then in the championship game, it was even more exciting. So that's going to be interesting. Real quick, in the OIA D2, we got um, Pro City, the Chargers, coming in at the one spot. They are undefeated Yo, they right now. Yeah, they look good. They do look good. They faltered a little bit last year in the playoffs mm -hmm. because of the, uh, the loss to Trey Dacascos yeah. um, at quarterback. But they are firing they're on all They're definitely a lot cylinders. better than last year. And I, always, I thought they were good last mm -hmm. year. But this year, they're significantly better. Right. And I think because also Trey is a senior, like mm -hmm. he, he knows the offense. Mm -hmm. He knows the coach. Like they're ready to go, I think, in the playoffs. Definitely. And I think this is – this this like these top four teams that if the season ended today are pretty solid because you got Kaiser who is one of those staples yeah. perennial playoff picture Roosevelt coming in they you've been to a couple Roosevelt games yeah. they're they're kind of a run first kind of yeah. 
team as well. Also, Kaimuki <laughs> just squeaking in there. You, you've, you've told me a little bit about just the play that you've seen out of their quarterback, Iosefa Letuli, yes. and kind of the season that he's been having. Oh, he's great. I, <laughs> I made the joke to Kyle um, that he's going to be the next starting quarterback of UNLV. <laughs> um, and, hey, it's I'm the putting pipeline. it out there for him. But it, it really is true. He, I'm not sure what his offer situation is looking yeah. like, but if teams are looking for a quarterback, he is right here. And I know they're not really watching Kaimuki games, but, man, he's great. And he's great. He's big, too. The measurables. He's huge. He's yeah, huge. he's everything you would want in a quarterback. Prototypical. And because he goes to a school like Kaimuki mm -hmm. that's, quote, unquote, not a Punahou, not a St. Right, Louis, they're right. not on the map, you know, nationally. Mm-hmm. Across the the country, people are missing out on right. on, on him. But I totally yeah, agree. I, I'm and I'm actually I'm glad he stuck with Kaimuki. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if he, he had it in him to move to another school, but I remember watching him yeah. last year and was like, wow. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a kind of like a Mike Trout situation where he's real loyal to, yes, loyal to his to the, team, but loyal also, to the soil. If we're talking about loyal to the soil, I thought Damian Lillard was the most loyal oh, that's person true. alive, and he left. So yeah, you just you never know. You never know. I I missed that episode. I was on Maui, but yes, I I, I watched and listened to that one. You you really thought that he was gonna stick it out? I did, and for Rip City, I did. But I'm happy that he didn't because sometimes you have to do what's best for right. you. And I would say the same thing to Mike Trout. If Mike Trout ever wants to take advice from me, mm -hmm. leave the Angels. Yeah. I, there is. Shohei's gone too, man. Yeah, Just... Shohei's gone too. There is a team out there that's willing to pay you big bucks and actually have playoff contention every year. Build a team around you this for once. This loyalty thing is just, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Sad to say in the in the world that we live in. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, hey, that's true. We um speaking of um I don't know where I'm going. Sorry, speaking Davis, I of, let you down. Speaking of loyalty. No, my transition's not gonna work. But in <laughs> in the ILH we have the three teams like usual, Punaho, Kamehameha, St. Louis. Same same it's, old. That's and loyalty right there. That is it's loyalty. It's the same three. It's the same three. They're going to start playing each other like three times in the next couple weeks just to decide who gets that one spot into the ILH Open or into the uh, HHSA Open playoffs. Um, I really think it's still going to be Punahou. I mean, I they agree. reloaded at quarterback with Ty McCutcheon. Their defense is really good as as we saw last year. So it's kind of a continuation yeah. of what we saw last year. But, I mean, props I think to... They're the the most all-around team. Mm -hmm. I, I got to go to the Punahou St. Louis game mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago, and it started off close. It really did. And then it just, after half, you you could tell Punahou yeah. was just the better team. Yeah. There was touchdowns everywhere in that game. But right. um, I think it will be Punahou, but, I mean, I'm not mad at an upset alert. I'm not mad at an upset either. And also, I want to give a shout-out to Kamehameha Kapalama. They, <laughs> I mean, hey, from going winless last year to yeah. – being in like legitimate contention for this playoff berth mm -hmm. is is you know is something a coach a first year head coach can only dream of. Yeah. So Kaeo Dramondo and and that and that crew, um, they they've done a tremendous job of kind of flipping that culture. Um, but yeah, I mean, sh uh, shout out shout out also to my boy Tyler Santos and Spencer Santos. They coach the. There is a lot of shout outs going on right now. I know now. he's my those are my closest friends. They coach up at Kamehameha um, for the. Uh, Kamehameha 2 team so I just want to shout them out okay. because they they I, I ask them all the time like yo how's it how's it going up there and they're like we just want to know what time the game ends so we yeah. don't show up too early yeah exactly <laughs> like also like can you let them know that I'm going to be there so that I get 
you know the parking the situation parking situation is not ideal. Um, I was at the Punahou Kamehameha game, oh, and yeah. if you know Kamehameha's campus, the football field is pretty much at the top. Yeah, top of the and hill, man. And the elementary school where I parked is <gasps> basically back at Kamehameha Shopping Center. No. So. Talk about a hike. I didn't have the proper shoes, but we made it, and it was a good game. Solid game for Punahou. Um, yeah, and then obviously in the ILH D1, it's Damien, Iolani. That they'll go back and forth. Uh, Damien is a little bit closer than uh, to Iolani and than in previous years, but I still think Wendell Iolani, look and, yeah. and and that team is just gonna find a way to to make their make their way and obviously pack 5 in the D2 yeah. um regardless of their record in well, the the ILH game D2. of the quote unquote game of the year I'd say that I is think true. you would say true was Iolani mm-hmm. and Damian and that that, was, I mean that was whew. firing from all mm-hmm. cylinders Talk I think, of, was yeah. it like 64 points like yeah. for Iolani and like 58 yeah. some crazy ridiculous number like, for both teams so I mean Damian's definitely better than in years mm-hmm. past or Iolani's worse. Sorry, it's, I don't know. It's one of the two. It's but, one of the two. But, but I think it just makes it more competitive. No, I like it. I'm here for it. I'd rather have all these games be more competitive than not. Yeah. All right, we're going to stay in the high school sports realm, Sienna. We're going to go to the girls' volleyball season. Okay. It's an exciting sport, yeah. sport that you know very well. Yes, I love girls' volleyball. Yeah, and most recently, I was just at the first round of the ILH playoffs between Kamehameha Kapalama and Punahou. They um, were fighting for the basically the automatic bid mm-hmm. into the state tournament. So the way the ILH tournament works is... You know, they'll, they'll crown a champion, they get in regardless, and then the three D1 teams will play each other kind of in a round, round double, limit, mm-hmm. double elimination tournament to decide that second seed, right. um, including Kamehameha. So, I mean, they're really just playing the other teams, but it's really for Punahou and Iolani to get that um, second spot. And, mm-hmm. wow, talk about, a, talk about a game. Both teams, they split the regular season series. Punahou got one early in the year. Kamehameha got one in the regular season finale to force the tie and force this game. And man, the Warriors, they just they kind of took care of business. Mm-hmm. Three sets sweep. Um, but then again, it wasn't a close one. It was like 25-21, 25-23, 25-21 again in the score margin. So, I, I mean, for for you as a volleyball player, see, yeah. you know, when, when you go through a sweep loss like that, but you look at the score margins, knowing that you still have to play these other teams, yeah. does that give you guys like some kind of, does that give you a little bit of a, like a, hey, we're right there type of mentality? Yeah, see, it's hard. So the thing about volleyball that I love slash hate, it's like you have a brand new slate three mm. times mm-hmm. or even more, you know, depending on how many sets. But for this game in particular, for these girls, you lose set one and quote, it's supposed to be, as your coaches would tell you, it's a brand new match. Mm-hmm. We're starting from ground zero, mm-hmm. but you're not because yeah. you're like, we lost. So now we feel like we have to play catch up, which mm-hmm. you are. You're down a set. You're playing catch up. Mm-hmm. So then set two comes, you lose again. And then most times, most times when you see a three set sweep, you see sets one and two be super competitive, mm-hmm. like a 25, 23, 25, 22 score. Mm-hmm. And then set three is normally the set that like there's a big drop off right. points. And that's mainly because you feel like you already lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so 
for these girls who have lost last night, they got swept. Getting swept is just... Yeah. It's, I mean, so you just you want to win at least a set to mm -hmm. show that, okay, we are better than mm -hmm. them. We can be when we need to be. Mm -hmm. But being so close and not being able to finish it out right. is the hardest part. And that that's just, I mean, there's not really anything you can work on. It just because at the end, once you get to points 20 to 25, it's mm -hmm. pure talent. Right. I mean, and talk about talent. I mean, Kamehameha's side, they had uh, opposite and UH commit Adriana Arquette. Mm -hmm. She is she was a monster. 18 kills, I think, last night uh, on her own. So she is kind of that that person that you're kind of scouting and yeah. and making sure you keep an eye out for because like she was making some some good play. I mean, Robin Amo got got herself a good one yeah. coming in soon. Um, looking at the OIA for a little bit um, on the east side of the bracket top four teams you have Monalua, Kalaheo, Kalani, and Kahuku so I, I know we're we're not too um, versed in the volleyball world but I know Kahuku and Monalua, very rich yes. volleyball schools as far as the girls game goes um, and then on the west you have Milani, Kapole, Nanakuli, Campbell mm. I think that's a pretty strong yeah. top four yeah I would um, say so too I mean I, I hate to keep shouting out Milani but no, I will they're, they're the they, best. they are a good <laughs> really volleyball yeah. team um, and they've kind of had that history of being very good. And, and you know, don't discredit Coppola or Campbell either. They, they've, they've shown flashes of greatness. So, I mean, honestly, if the, if the season ended today, the, so the breakdown for the state tournament is six teams represent okay. the OIA, two teams from the ILH, two teams from the Big Island, two teams from Maui, and two teams from Kauai. So, realistically, you could see... Um, you know, maybe uh, a Kalaheo or a Kalani mm -hmm. drop out for that top six um, in the OIA. And then you got your Punahou, ILH, uh, either Punahou, Iolani, and then Kamehameha. Right. Um, and then from what I was seeing, it looks it looks like maybe Baldwin and I think it's KS Maui that are oh, kind of okay. the top two teams right yeah. now in the girls game mm -hmm. um, that would represent um, – the, the, uh, MIL. the MIL. So just an exciting one uh, to look forward to. Um, I will I will say not as exciting to know that the championship, much like the men's or the boys' championship, mm -hmm. is at the Canon Activity Center no. on the campus of BYU-Hawaii. No. I love everybody over there at BYU-Hawaii. They are great staff, great people. But the drive, man. I know. I... I was so excited to go and watch, and now I'm like, uh, yeah. will it be on TV? Oh, no, Felipe. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll yeah, be there. Yeah. But that is a trek. It is a trek. A road trip. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we're filling up gas on the way and oh, coming yeah. back. Like, oh, yeah. We're grabbing whew. snacks. We need snacks. It's, the, the, the tournament is basically back in Fairfax, Virginia, like the <laughs> UH men's volleyball team. That's how far it feels. I know we're over-exaggerating, but, yes, it is a far one. Canon Activity Center um, in a couple weeks um, as the playoffs roll through. Yeah. Party. I want to know what happened. What was it, it like? It was super fun. Um, like we said at the beginning of the episode, very much Davis. So I love that guy. If you, if you, you know, 
seen or heard you know stereotypical bachelor party not that and i absolutely loved it it we, was oh i love the, i love this yeah wow. we um he loves he loves a he loves a burrito you know this we know this that's his like cheat meal slash reward like oh, yeah. on a friday he's like that's what mel and i are mm-hmm. getting like he we whenever we record on a friday we have to make sure we record early enough because he's got to get on the road he's got to go the burrito's waiting and then when he travels to the mainland mm-hmm. chipotle chipotle it's 100 i know we know him the last time i was uh, on a trip with him he kind of let me know like all right man we'll get breakfast um but for lunch Chipotle and I'm like oh, yeah man I'm here all right and then we already did it yesterday so we'll wait today and then tomorrow we'll get Chipotle I know. he does remind I, I know exactly who you're talking <laughs> about and they're in this building right now but anywho his love of burritos so we got some burritos for lunch okay where um Mo's, without, without going to to like in detail oh yeah me. where did you guys go uh, Moe's Southwest Grill okay I yeah. haven't been there but he's He's, oh, wait, he's, he's always, always yeah. talked about that He's place. always talked about that place. I'm more of a Paniolo's girly. I am more of a Paniolo's guy myself. <laughs> um, Paniolo's right um, at Colum Mall, right next to Aloha Salads. Yes. In case you want to level up or you want to have fun and have a burrito. Oh, I'm here for a party. Exactly. You got to fight for your right it, to party. Yeah. Hey, shout out Travis. <laughs> shout out Uncle Travi. I swear we were going to make it through this episode we without were so talking close. about Travis Kelsey. We were so close. And I had to zoo it to him. Had to zoo it. But that's okay. Just one reference. Just one reference. Um, we, um, Thursday Night Football is happening. That's not even. We're, I should be used to it Broncos at this point. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's die. Oh. <laughs> Poor Mark Carpenter. I know Mark Carpenter. In the office, he's like the one Broncos fan, and he is in yeah, turmoil. I know a bunch of Broncos fans. Yeah, I don't know why I would want to, but I, mean, I do. Me too, for some reason. <laughs> Isn't it weird? It's like. Well, I feel like living in Hawaii, there's like five teams that yeah. everybody's mm-hmm. fans of, and it's the Steelers, the Raiders, the Cowboys, Cowboys Niners, Niners. Those are, like, kind of the main four. Yeah, and then, like, every now and then, there's quite a bit of, like, Broncos. Yep. I'm just thinking about, like, the people I see on the road. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, just be just for the very fact of who played on their teams, there was a big contingency of Tennessee Titans fans when Mariota got yes, drafted and Miami Dolphins fans yep. because of, of Tua. Sudden, yep. All of a sudden. I see a lot of Miami now. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying that you or Lynn Kawano oh, are, are bandwagoners, but... You know, after the Chiefs win two Super Bowls, all of a sudden I'm <gasps> seeing I'm seeing the red with the arrowhead okay. on, on cars. People thought that we were bandwagons before. Imagine now when all these girls are oh buying jerseys. Like we are just going to be known as the bandwagon franchise. I know. Because my whole life I've lived this misery of being a Chiefs fan. And You were fighting. I was fighting for my right to party. <laughs> To, to have a really, above to 500 season. Yeah, to literally just have happiness and peace and love. But <laughs> but all of a sudden we get Patrick Mahomes. And, like, I mm-hmm. remember, I swear, every episode we just get into my Chiefs and I just turn on a whole different level whole and I just get level. so angry. But anyway, we'll keep this quick. We'll go yeah, back to Davis. Yeah. But I just remember, like, the Chiefs losing with Alex Smith and all, yep. like we'd make it to the playoffs and then Tom Brady would hit us in the playoffs and I just would cry. Oh, <laughs> I no. would cry in bed. I'm serious. Like I would 
shut off the world and my parents would be knocking on my door like are you okay and i'm like leave me alone like just so dramatic just you know? drama like looking out the window rain falling Stop. crying no i'm serious like i'd be cr- crying in my room that the chiefs would lose yeah and then cut to we have a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Mm-hmm. We're winning. We're going to Super Bowl almost every year. Mm-hmm. And people calling me out and Lynn out that, you guys are bandwagons. You hopped on the Mahomes no. train, whatever. So that made me super mad. Yeah. I, I always fight back about that. But now the amount of people that are just going to uh, be like, oh, it's just because Travis Kelsey. Yeah. They're showing a lot of Taylor Swift in the in the box again tonight on Thursday Night Football. With Brittany Poor Mahomes. Thing. She had to, I know. So they're like friends now. I know, they're besties so all the of a sudden. So the tea is that Kayla, his ex, unfollowed Oh, oh Brittany. Brittany. Yeah. Weren't they tight too? They were tight. Oh, no. I, yeah. Brittany Mahomes. I think it's just part of it. Yeah. Like if you're you hanging out with on. his new girl, yeah. girl, I gotta go. Like yeah. that's not happening. Choose a side. You gotta choose a side. Choose a side. And it's kind of like because... They're not together. She right. doesn't really see Kayla. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I get it. But yeah, that is kind of awkward. Yeah. I mean, Brittany definitely <clears throat> chose a side. And we chose a side at lunch because we got chips with the guac and the queso. Davis, that one was for you, man. <laughs> I mean, you have to. How else do you? I mean, that's very right? true. Right? Like, what? Do you just. You Nobody just gets burrito and goes home. No, exactly. No. And so, like, everybody was kind of like getting burritos i know davis had his order and like i was last in line what was and, your order I and like know. i ended up getting a burrito but yeah. i was so i don't know why you think that's i basic. was so close to getting a burrito bowl just he, like being different being he's so quirky being quirky but i was just like uh, peer pressure everyone's getting a tortilla so let me get a let me get a real burrito I feel peer pressure too. you know what i'm saying yeah. i was also looking at the nachos but i mean like who eats just nachos See, the by thing themselves is, nachos is always a great idea until you're starving 45 minutes later that's true like girl i'm hungry that's true the chips did not do nothing the ch- for me the chips did not yeah the chips, it's majority chips, too. It's all like, chips. And then, like, a little bit of cheese and, mm-hmm. like, sour cream. Like, girl, I need substance. But, substance. Um, I'm not mad at the burrito thing. Yeah, I'm good, good play. definitely more of a bowl girly because mm-hmm. the whole biting into a burrito it's, it's is, easier. is just a mess. Right. I agree. I, I definitely, you know, when I go to Chipotle or or um, Paniolos, definitely usually get a bowl. Bowl bowl with a side of chips, because then when it gets kind of all mixed in, you just kind of... Oh, that's my favorite. You just dip, like a little chip in your dip. Um, And then did in... uh, Actually, we we, we went bowling a little bit because we had to wait for our escape room to get ready. Um, We went to Aya Bowl. Ooh. A couple games of of bowling. Um, Super fun, super chill. Got to meet... Are you good at bowling? You know... I will say I'm decent for about one game, mm-hmm. and then this old center's uh, shoulder starts to mm, give. It's a lot on the shoulder. And then all of a sudden I'm granny rolling it yeah, down the lane. Yeah, I don't lane. blame you. I was Bowling at, is yeah. just way too much of a commitment for it me. Is a, it's a full night. It's just too much. I Yeah, I want to do it once mm-hmm. by, like, literally one roll, and then I'm, like, I'm done. Right, yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired. Because, like, I, I totally agree. Like, I'm always down for the group, right? For the girl. Big team guy. But then, Big like, yeah, guy. halfway through the first game, your shoulder starts to tell you, like, hey, man, take it easy. We're getting a little loose in the joints and in the ligaments. Yeah. And then by the by the second game, you're just completely shot. And then they're like, hey, we still got, like, another hour on this lane. Let's do another game. And I'm just like, 
how about I sit this one out? Yeah, I'm definitely not into the multiple yeah. l- lane situation. It's so funny. My grandma, um, she used to be in this bowling league. Okay. And it was really funny because, like, she'd take me sometimes and, like, I'd, I'd play along. But, like, they were legit. They had, like, the you know, the glove yes. and, oh, like, their, the custom goodness. ball. Yes. It, it, was, it was an operation. Yes. I've definitely, I've been there, like, some of my closest friends, actually, I remember the first time I started hanging out with them, mm-hmm. this is back in Vegas, one guy brought his own ball, and I I was like, I gotta go, like, I own shoes, own ball, like, in a bag, in a carrying bag, no, At, not- like, mind you, he was, I think, like, 20 years old, I was, I was 20 at the time, yeah. too, so, that's-, that's when I was like, I, I gotta go, like, I'm here to basically throw the ball, and, like, not do the things yeah, that they tell right. you to do. I'm not here to win. Like I'm trying to dribble that thing right. and then, you know, shoot a free throw y- yes. onto the lane. But yes. yeah. No, man's rode up with a suitcase. I said oh I got to go. Oh my gosh. I mean, half the time we don't even put on the shoes on the lanes. Oh no. And they get mad at us, but you know. I'm not wearing your crusty shoes. Yeah. Um I'm usually a size 12, but the the fact that those shoes have been worn like a million times, yeah. a size 12 is stretched out to like a size 13. Yeah, the so Knicks I'm are like, calling. Yeah, exactly. Like they need a power forward. Like what are we talking about? Um, after bowling, we headed to the escape room and uh, our, like I think I said, mentioned in the beginning, ours was like a cabin in the woods Fine. scenario. So I won't, sp- in, in case anybody happens to go to that escape room and do it i'm not going to talk about like specific clues but like they give you a little scenario like a like a a prompt before Mm -hmm. you go into the room so the 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 game master was like all right you four are hiking in the woods first off me and david me and davis ain't hiking (laughs) in no woods you already lost me you lost me unrealistic but then like yeah uh hiking in the woods it's starting to get dark I ain't, I'll never be in this scenario, dog. You'll never dog. catch me. I, if I'm hiking, it's in the middle of the day. Middle of the day. Safety. Call, Safety first. Call, call, call EMS. Like, I'm I'm radioing in. Yo, he gotta go. Like He needs to be medevaced. Yeah, out. get me the medevac. I'm out of there. Um, and then they're like, oh, but you guys are getting kind of lost. It's getting dark. Then you stumble upon this See, cabin. See, this is why I can't watch, like, these thriller yeah, movies. No. I cannot watch it. Mm-mm. I get so mad i remember when i would watch the walking dead <laughs> oh like, yeah just like that when that was popular i would literally scream at my tv to the point mm-hmm. that my parents were like if it's causing you more stress maybe you shouldn't watch it like, like it sweetie, was so please. stressful for me and that's why i don't watch those scary yeah. movies because i i can't we hiking in the woods yeah. like you lost me i'm not I'm let's not let's with that. split up and look for clue no right what are we let's doing split up always gets it's me. so let the one the, girl go off by herself yeah You're the like, one All right. the one the one girl that is like either glued to her phone or has no <laughs> clue what's going on but so yeah the four of us somehow me and davis decided to go on a woods hike in okay. the late afternoon early evening get lost find this cabin but it's locked so we have to find a way in mm. and then they throw us into the room it's pretty well designed like yeah. like the lights are super dark um, we had to put our phones in like a locker and we only had like a radio walkie talkie to talk cool. to the game master. And we had like, we had an hour to do it and they gave us three hints right. that we could use whenever. Um, and gotta say, we got it done with like seven and a half minutes to spare. Ooh, that's close. 
we were I, I will say though I mentioned the how dumb in movies it's like let's split up yeah when we got to the second room we literally said let's split up <laughs> and we both completed two different tasks but that's smart though you kind of have to do that yeah um I, so I know in Vegas they have these escape I know they have these all over but they have these escape rooms that have like live people in it and they oh. like like you'll walk in and there's like that clown from it and like they're actually like a live human acting and like they can type like I don't ever bring me to that yeah. I will no, swing thank you. on them exactly don't come for me exactly like uh, like those or like a haunted house yo miss me with that no miss me with that no i now that it's spooky season mm -mm. everybody wants to do that stuff i'm i can't i will not be i will sorry. i will i'll be missing it i will okay missing it i don't know why people are obsessing about that side of spooky season when you could be obsessing with the pumpkin spice flannel season pumpkin patch season and candy corn and candy corn are you a candy corn i girl? love candy corn i'm not a candy corn guy i think people who don't like candy corn need to grow up it's seriously <laughs> no you're so like this whole i'm eating candle wax no you're not doug it's I, literally a candy i know i mean I, I don't have anything wrong with the flavor it's just that my i'm, I'm a big boy i always been a big boy and i'm if if I'm going for the candy, I'm going for the most outrageous, okay, full of not like. Not that you can enjoy candy corn. No, right. you don't. I like mean, it. I I just it's just not one of my favorites. So it's if it's like if it's the only candy available, uh, you know I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. But like, so, but like if there's options, you know, if I see a Milky Way. Oh, or, okay. I or like yes, a, but you're not one like of those hater haters. Oh, I'm not a hater. I, sometimes. Do you think I, I hate food? Do you see me? So it's one. I've been um, in love for 25 years. 25 years. Girl. 25 years strong. Um, sometimes I do be eating it, and I do think, am I enjoying this? Are you questioning your yeah. love? No, no, I love it. But I know, like, I've definitely been there where I'm eating it, and I'm mm -hmm. like, do I actually like what I'm consuming right That's now? That's true. It's one of those, like, it has no taste, yet it has all the taste in the world. I, you know... I haven't. I won't say no taste. I'll say mild taste of sugar for me, at least. It's a lot of sugar yet no sugar at the same exactly. time. Exactly. It's 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 literally like dense but also light. It's like so. It's confusing. so dense but so light. Like it's so chewy yet so hard. Literally, like you drop it on a table, it sounds like you're dropping a penny. Yes. But then you bite into it, it's low key kind of like a marshmallow. It's literal candy. It's right. like candle wax. Yeah. But yeah. that's literally what it tastes like right. if you were to just take a bite of a candle. Just just a Bath and Body Works candle. Just go grab your lavender. Scent. Scented, yes. I mean, you know, you got you. You all know this time of the year. It's the what is it? The six for twenty-five or the five the for twenty-five? That you know that. I'm right here. We talked <laughs> about wherever my future wife is. I keep selling myself. I am right here. I know the candle sales. He knows the Bath and Body Works candle sales, lady. If, if you don't think that every single room in my house, shout out also to my roommate because they are also a big contributor if you don't think every single room in, in in our house has a bath and body works candle you got another thing coming because we are locked and loaded for this holiday season hey it's my favorite time of year too i'm right there with you um but no so we finished that thing we didn't have live actors thank goodness yeah but because i'm also just really jumpy so like when you figure out a clue and it unlocks something yeah it like it's like a magnet 
to he keep it up. So when the magnet gets released, it's right, so it, pop, like, it, just, it makes it's like a big yeah. and then sometimes it's gravity, yeah. so it's wood hitting wood, so it just pop. And I'm like, I right. I jumped like I said. I'm in Davis's arms like Scooby Doo, like. I was so tense for no reason, knowing that it was literally just four people in the room. Right. But your guard's up. That's what it is. That's oh, the whole point of it. Guard is 100% mm-hmm. up. And then we we finished that up, um, had dinner, and it was, it was a really fun What did you guys night. have for dinner? Uh, Jen Korean barbecue. Oh, so, so good. good. So good. Uh, oh, I, I, now I'm craving it. Like, mm-hmm. they're so good. So good. And, you know, just, we kind of went all out at dinner. Had to. Yeah. Every, I, I well, feel like. Four, four guys. Yeah, like, four that guys, makes yeah. And one is Davis and one is me. And we kind of, we went to town. But also, too, our, when you go to Korean barbecue or, like, those type of places where you have to cook. Yeah. Um, whether it be, like, I'm hot pot cooking. or. I'm not Oh, cooking. you're not. I'm passenger princess till mm-hmm. I die, sweetie. I'm not cooking. It's, I, I think I get this from my mom. But if I'm, like, out with my friends and not with my family, like, obviously my mom, when she's there, I just stay out of the way. Really? And don't get hit. Okay. Um, but, like, when I'm out with, the, like, with the boys or the friends, I'm, <laughs> the, first, over. I'm the first one to grab the I tongs. I just that. All right, I let's get this going. The thing is, I'm hungry. I'm just not going to be the fr- first mm. one to mm-hmm. pick it up. So I'm, mm-hmm. like, you know, someone else, please. Yeah, I'm literally a baby just waiting here. But yeah, that was fun, and then we got some ice cream. Um, ice cream. Ice cream. Uh, I, I I know you don't really get this flavor, but I got this uh, at Baskin Robbins. is like a chocolate peanut butter. Oh and yeah, it's like, I definitely don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so like, I I just really like it. I got the chocolate dipped waffle cone. Oh, that's that's a lot of chocolate though mm. for me. I'm See, I'm a big chocolate guy. At Baskin Robbins, mm-hmm. for me, I. Um, I'm a cotton candy girly. Oh, okay. Yes, I have ever since the day I was born. Mm-hmm. It's very just happy. Yeah, me. like that's I, what I want. I, I I I do that. Like when I when I think of like getting a happy flavor. Mm-hmm. You ever had the birthday cake? I do. The birthday cake. I like that one. The birthday cake is good in theory. It's always good when they give you the sample. Sample. Yeah. And then you get the whole thing mm-hmm. for yourself, and you're like, this mm-hmm. is kind of nasty. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was really fun. It was kind of like a chill day, and it kind of um, harkens back to like when you're a kid and you just kind of hang out with your boys and, yeah. and have a good time. Um, which brings me to my next question. Okay. Um, speaking of like kind of the activities we did, were like kind of back in the day, throwback, hanging out with your boys in like middle school, high school. Yes, hanging out school. with my boys. Yeah, <laughs> or 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 the girlies. The girlies. Um, for you. Yeah. Think back to like recess time. Since we are a sports show, we're gonna make it a little okay. sports related. What was your favorite recess sport or activity that you would do um, on the schoolyard? Might be like your favorite or one that you just got super competitive about. Oh boy, here we go. So I have two. Mm-hmm. So one was definitely a recess sport, and the other was more of like a at home, like mm-hmm. when I'm with my family sport. Mm-hmm. So. On the schoolyard or at recess, I loved playing Foursquare. Okay. Yo, I killed that. Like, you, I was really good. You like, ran the square. I ran the square. I I don't know why. I think, like, it just had a lot to do with, like, hand-eye coordination, mm-hmm. and then I ended up playing volleyball. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, like, my thing. But I was really good. Mm. Okay, <laughs> okay. And then, oh, and so my, like, at-home 
sport mm -hmm. was um, double dutch. I oh. I remember watching the movie Jump In, High School Musical. I was about to say, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to learn, Mom. And I taught myself. I taught my cousin. And we would double dutch. Mm -hmm. We'd make like, our little siblings literally do the ropes for us okay. for hours and i would make my parents like watch i'd be like i put on sierra goodies and i was <sighs> i was bouncing girl she I was, was feeling on the a beat. different level that's i mean does that can we can we let's phone into to the parents does that footage exist because <laughs> we need a throwback thursday episode if so i don't think it exists dang luckily because <laughs> if it was today in like now generation for sure would have been went viral i know oh, it yeah. would have but um i don't even think back in the day oh. yeah it for sure was not but i i would make my brother do the ropes for me yeah. and i'd come up with routines oh that was freestyle. when yeah no that was when i was like wait do the lsu cheer team do they want me oh you know like yeah, i could be yeah, a tiger yeah, yeah. girl if y'all wanted oh go tigers um i remember jump rope i mean like i was never very coordinated <laughs> to begin with still not but you know we'd have that big like american heart association jump rope event i remember though and I, money. I just remember at the end of it you got a jamba juice yes so i would just participate knowing i could not jump rope to save my life i was one of those kids that would just like just always whip my ankles because i just couldn't get it down yeah but then like the teachers and the con the the volunteers are like just put both ends in one hand and then just yes. jump yes so, so cute so my little self all like you know like just baby me just that is adorable just waiting for that jamba juice and it wasn't even like the good kind because they were like the frozen like mini ones yes i remember those um but yeah uh, my favorite recess sport, and, and and not necessarily recess, so recess for me in elementary school was kind of like a chill, like kind of relax, go grab some snacks or hang out on, the, on the jungle like, gym. You trying to beat boys in well, the well, schoolyard. So the thing is, though, my parents kept me at the in the after school programs in elementary Same. school. So that was kind of our time to, to run. Wild. To run. Yeah. No, I mean, like also to like not me having the foresight for it, but like. Just knowing, like, at least for my parents, I won't be sweaty, you know, See, recess going into, into class. Yeah. I know that, like, I would go home to my parents covered in dirt and sweat. So shout out to my mom for that. I put her through the ringer as a kid. Um, but we would have the we would go out into the big field after school program and our leaders, they would instead of um, you going up to ask them, like, hey, we want to play kickball or we want to play dodgeball. They would do this thing. This is like a precursor to the game, but it's all encompassing. It, uh, the entrance would be on a big hill, and okay. we'd all be out like in the middle right by the entrance, and sh they'd come up, they'd pull a ball out of the bag, and they're like, um, like soccer ball, and they punt it into, a, into the crowd. Okay. And literally first person to grab it is the one who got to play it and set up the game. Oh. So then she'd be like, like rubber, like dodgeball. Bah, volleyball, Wait, that's pretty cool. bah, and it's just a sea of, of kids, kids. Yeah. just trying to play. But then once someone got a game going, I'd say it would be for me um, dodgeball. I loved dodgeball. That I that is my most hated game in the entire universe. 
I, don't throw it at me. Don't. That's zone zone, zone. zone. I didn't sign up for this. I, I remember, you know those memes where it's just like me and the boys knowing that it's dodgeball day? <laughs> yeah. And it's like the NFL films yeah. of like J.J. Yeah. Watt yeah. slow-mo <laughs> running out of a tunnel or like that, that shot of Kobe and Shaq just yeah. like. <laughs> yep. The pregame, yep. Like me and the boys knowing that it's dodgeball day. Oh, we were cooking. Yeah. That or like we would play kickball. Just with the same ball, but switch it up. I'm yeah, still I'm also not heat. a kickball person. I'm definitely more of a controlled environment mm-hmm. type of girly. That's why I played volleyball. And right, also right. why I liked Foursquare. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there's a clear, like, clear this pattern. is yeah. my little bubble. You right. stay in it. Right, right. You know, instead of the madness of, right. you know, throwing things. But you got to admit, during PE in elementary school, the big parachute that was fine that give was it to me every time killer. yes i do appreciate that every single time there was always that one kid that like just would let it go and you're like dog we're why? all on the same team here yeah why like, are you messing up the vibe right um or those little chairs at p you roll around on the court with we didn't have those you didn't have that Wait, what no they were like they look like the the things that you put like buckets on to roll around they're about an inch off the ground and you're i've gonna, seen those we've yeah. never had those Oh, we, I'm so jealous. We'd have those, and, like, there was obviously, like, something that the PE teacher wanted us to accomplish, mm-hmm. but we'd end up just smashing each other's fingers on each other, on, oh, like, the, like just getting good. hurt. But, hey, boys will be boys. Yes. And speaking of boys, shout out to our boy, Davis Pittner, again. Yes. On tying the We're knot so very soon. And I was so, so, so grateful and happy that you invited me uh, to the batch party, and, um... Yeah, I mean, can't can't say anything more about these two. Um, I think that'll do it yeah. for this episode. Um, for Sienna Pilton, I'm Couchin, and thanks so much for watching or listening this um, episode of H and N Overtime. To listen to any of our previous episodes, you can head to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get the rest of our H and N podcast, and be sure to check out the video version on our YouTube channel. So long. See you next week. Aloha.